You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, we're joined by Don Kaufman, who is the Executive Director of the San Jose Public Library Foundation, whose mission is to provide advocacy, financial support, and leadership to our public libraries and educational programs throughout San Jose to create an educated, equitable, and engaged community. Don, welcome. Well, thank you, Bradley. It's lovely to be here with you today. You're actually the first leader of a library that we've ever had on the Growth Exponential podcast. So I'm excited to learn more about you and also about this San Jose Public Library Foundation. Could you share with us at a high level what it is that you do at the foundation? Absolutely. So I am coming up on my two-year anniversary here as the executive director, which means I oversee everything that we do. It is less grandiose than it perhaps sounds because we are a very small staff and I have two other people who work with me on doing this. But nevertheless, we are responsible for bringing in um, significant philanthropic resources for the whole system of the San Jose Public Library, which is a government department that supports the entire city of San Jose through 25 branches throughout the city. So as the foundation for the public library system, we provide, as I say, the financial support, but also as a nonprofit, we engage with the advocacy side of things in a way that a government agency really can't do advocacy for itself. And of course, we also provide that philanthropic leadership for the programs that we support and some of the other educational programs throughout the city. Oh, that's so interesting. And I'm really fascinated. What is it that led you to being with the Public Library Foundation? I am going to hold true to some of the stereotype in that I definitely was a bookworm as a child, loved to curl up with my favorite stuffed toy under the covers and just lose myself in a fantastic story. But I never thought I was going to end up being a nonprofit leader for a library foundation. My first career path was in the academic realm. I thought I was going to be a university professor. But then going down that path, the position that I wanted at the place that I wanted wasn't available then. And this was in the early 2000s. So academic labor was going through a lot of transitions. And I happened to be volunteering for a nonprofit part-time. They needed an executive director. They had no resources to hire an executive director who knew what they were doing. So I offered to step in and do the job for a very small amount of money. But it was an apprenticeship for all intents and purposes. So learning on the job. After a few years of doing that, I realized that I wanted to stay in this sector. But to do so, I needed to do a lot of professional development of myself. So chose that point to go away and learn more about how to be a good nonprofit executive director, a good nonprofit manager, and worked with a number of different organizations until I found myself being hired by the Library Foundation of Los Angeles. And I think it was maybe the third day on the job down there when I took a look around and after meeting some amazing librarians and hearing about the programs, and impact that they had, I realized that public library is my place. That's my people. These are the folks who are doing the kind of work that I want to be doing. And as you can well imagine, a public library has so much reach throughout all different sectors of its community. And I just fell in love with what a good, strong, vibrant public library can bring to its city, its community, 
and ultimately our nation as a whole. So from there, I was pure serendipity that found me looking at the end of a very long listserv where there was a couple of job announcements and the opening for the executive director of the San Jose Public Library Foundation was one of those job positions. So a long story, a little bit shorter. I applied and after a few months going through the process, was hired and started back in January 2018. Wow, that's a a great story. And I I love how it was so focused on the public library system and and the power of book libraries and the librarians that are within it. What is your vision for the foundation? Well, we are definitely an organization in transition right now. Even though the foundation has been around since 1987, it has a moment right now to transform in a similar way that the public library itself has transformed. So if any of your listeners haven't been inside a public library for a decade or more, I highly encourage them to go and visit because the public libraries of today are so much more than just repositories for books and so much bigger than the building in which you find those books. So please go and check out. Every library is unique to its community and its culture. But our vision really for San Jose Public Library Foundation specifically is to help ensure an educated and equitable and a fully engaged community where everybody in the city has access to lifelong learning, whatever that means to them in whatever fashion they are looking to do it. We all need ways that we can continue to grow and learn and explore and experiment and follow our curiosities. And really the public library is one of the best places you will ever find and especially for free to do that. That's fascinating. And I'd love to hear, what are some of the modern elements of libraries? Because I definitely, when I think of a library, I think about the stacks of books and those pieces. What are some of the things that people would find if they visit the San Jose Public Library system? Sure. So let me tell you about three programs that are targeted towards different age groups and our current examples of programs that we at the foundation are, are raising additional monies for. So the first one is called the Coding 5K Challenge. This launched in February 2018, so it's coming up on its second year anniversary as well. And it started out as a pilot in five branches to help elementary school children in underserved areas. So children who come from low-income families, who are from first-generation immigrants to the community, and go to branches whose schools do not provide computer science in as part of their curriculum. So it's to help give those children fun and less stressful and just increased opportunities for them to explore coding. So it's for the elementary school beginning, which means there's no grades, there's no tests. This is pure fun and and playing and learning through playing. And so you start out as an elementary school learner using programs like Scratch, Block Language, where you're, you're pulling together pieces of code and you're very quickly able to see oh, this is what I need to put together to make the fox move forward three spaces and jump. So it's a very tangible, say low pressure way for children to just explore. Since we started in February 2018, we've now had over 12,000 unique people go through this program. We've scaled the program from the five branches, so it's now at all 25 
locations throughout the city. And we have a couple of partnerships with some local public school district to teach their after school providers this curriculum so that they can bring it to their classrooms. And one of the things that's really important about the outcomes for this program is that the self-completion survey results that we're getting back show that 70% of the children are agreeing that they're excited to continue to learn more about computer science. And the reason why that is important instead of like, do you now know how to use Scratch or could you decipher this coding algorithm is because having excitement, having that intrinsic motivation is what research from Gallup and from Harvard University have shown are really the key indicators for future academic success. If somebody, if a child is excited about learning more, then they're much more likely to have that future success than if they have learned a precise technical skill. So Coding 5K is one of those programs. We're now not only doing elementary students, but we've got some middle school and we've got some high school students. And hopefully by the end of 2020, we'll have scaffolded the program out and have some young adults and adult programs as well for everybody to be able to learn and retool. So that's one program. Uh, to give you uh, another example, we have on the, the other spectrum, the Career Online High School. And this is for adults who never graduated with a high school diploma. And as you can imagine, the job opportunities for people who don't have a high school degree are significantly less than those who do. So partnering with the California State Library, we are raising monies to provide scholarships for adults to go through our online accredited high school diploma program. So they've got 18 months to go through this online, as I say, accredited high school program. They get paired with a high school career coach. They get put into a cohort of other people who are going through the program at the same time as them. And they also choose one of 10 different career trajectories so that when they graduate, in anywhere from three months to 18 months. They not only have the high school diploma, and it's not a GAD, I want to absolutely make sure it is an actual diploma, but they also have a credential in one of the high growth industries for here, whether it be hospitality or healthcare or another area which has entry level positions that they're seeking people to come in and start. But before these folks had their high school degree, even that entry level job would have been closed to them. So really excited about that. We've had 140 scholarships awarded to date and are looking forward to having our next graduation in June. So those are just two examples. If I have time, I'm happy to tell you about some other things that the library does for people of different ages, but just I'm want to do a time check for I'm you. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm, I'm, I want to know what the third thing is that you mentioned. All right, so the third thing is called San Jose Aspires. And this is a college and career preparation program. Again, it's another pilot because one of the things that we do at the foundation is almost act like a venture capitalist, if you will, for the San Jose Public Library in that we raise money so that the library can experiment and try out new programs. And we are able to put in resources and be very nimble and responsive in a way that you can imagine a large city 
government department isn't perhaps quite so nimble or able to experiment. So we bring that. So you'll see that we do a lot of piloting and test programs. So San Jose Aspires started in April of this year. And it is using technology. We are, after all, here in the heart of Silicon Valley. And it is helping those students in high school who may not have the family knowledge or resources to know how to prepare for success in college. So some of that might be because their families are new to the country and have never experienced higher education in the US, or maybe their families have been here for a long time, but nobody has gone to college yet. So they don't have any in-house experience. The other thing that you should know for San Jose is the ratio of students to high school counselors is an appalling one to 750. So your average high school student is getting about four minutes of counseling advice over the course of their high school experience. So we're coming in with this program free through the library, whereby students can enroll in the program. We're partnering with an agency out of San Francisco called Students Rising Above, and they have a number of modules that you can complete online which tell you, all right, tell me about A through G requirements. What do I need to do to be eligible for a California State University college? What do I need to do to be eligible for the California State University? And not just academics, but what are the extracurricular programs and opportunities I should be looking at doing? How do I do a FAFSA application? How do I find out financial aid opportunities? The other part that we're doing, which is really exciting, is as a child completes each of these modules, they can earn a micro award. And so by the end of their high school experience, they can up to, right now, it's a small $500 award. We're hoping with some investment that, fingers crossed, we will get good news about very shortly, we'll be able to expand that up to $5,000 that a child can start their high school, or sorry, their post-high school education with. So we are investing in them. It's a micro scholarship. Research shows that a very small amount, just $1,000, has a meaningful impact in the likelihood of a low-income student going on to higher education. So this is a program where we're not only preparing students for college and career success, but we're investing in them and setting up a bank account for them to make that transition to adulthood that little bit more easy. So that's my third example of what we're doing here at the San Jose Public Library Foundation. Wow, you're doing so much good for so many people. What are ways that our listeners can help you in accomplishing your mission? Oh, well, thank you for asking that. Um, Donations, as always, are welcome. And we also have a number of volunteer opportunities. So Coding 5K, for example, is taught by volunteers who have a tech background or who have a teaching background or who want to teach. We have established curricula, so we set up the lesson plans. But, you know, these are classes of 20 or so middle school or elementary school children. And you can imagine what kind of support volunteers might need to be able to succeed in that environment. So always looking for volunteers to help us out and expand the reach that the programs can have on the ground in any of the 25 libraries throughout the city. The other thing is, you know, we have a very small presence in the social media realm. And if anybody is listening and would like to help us expand our growth by liking us on any of our social media, whether it be Facebook, 
Facebook at the initials SJPLF, which obviously stands for San Jose Public Library Foundation. I uh, are also on Twitter with the same handle or on LinkedIn. And uh, our website is very simply www.sjplf.org. Amazing, amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the Growth Exponential podcast and want to wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Why, thank you. And the same to you. I look forward to hearing some feedback and always looking for collaborations among people who are in this area or who want to replicate perhaps some of the programs that we're doing in their communities. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.